Welcome to my IELTS classroom, the podcast where two English experts talk all things IELTS. I'm Shelley Connick. And I'm Nick Long. And today, well actually, today Nick is going to drive the episode. So mm. Nick, why don't you tell us what's happening today? Today we're going to be talking about phrasal verbs. What is a phrasal verb? Why are they more powerful than idioms? And Shelley and I will see if we can use some phrasal verbs in action. <laughs> Very good, Nick. That was almost a perfect impression of the way I do. Well, come on, I've, I've, I've heard it 150 times. Well, 300 if you include editing as well. So, Oh my goodness. I've got it down to a T now. <laughs> I basically don't need to be here. You could just be me. <laughs> That's funny. How are you? Good. Not so bad. Have you had a nice week? I'm still enjoying the good weather. I was very, very busy last week. I had a lot of uh, stuff to do. A lot of teaching, a lot of work, but uh, the weekend's been nice. The weather's still warm, so yeah, it's all good. What about very you? Very good. I'm good. I've had a good time, actually. Yeah, I've uh, been down to London. I went swimming at Hampstead Heath with one of my friends, which is sort of like Ooh. the place to go swimming in London. Mm. And I've ordered some new glasses, Nick. Very nice. Exactly. Do you ever do this? I tend to, um, if I buy something and I like it, mm. I tend to buy the same version mm. in like different colours. I don't do that now. You don't do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real, I was going to buy some, because since I've been wearing my glasses mm-hmm. and I realised I was essentially blind before the sunglasses, <laughs> I realised that now that summer's coming, I can't just wear, you know, if I take off my prescription sunglasses when I'm driving, um, glasses when I'm driving mm-hmm. and put on sunglasses... I can now see because I don't have the sun coming in my eyes, but I can't actually see because I'm blind. Um, So I thought I was going to buy a pair of prescription sunglasses. Mm. But when I went there, they sold these clever clip things. You can make your normal glasses sunglasses. And so, and they were really cheap. So I Mm -hmm. thought I would treat myself Mm. to a new pair of normal glasses and then two clip-ons. So I've actually got four pairs of glasses now. Excellent. Crikey, that's a bit boring, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, we're not here to talk about glasses, Nick. What are we talking about today? We're talking about phrasal verbs. We're continuing the theme from last week about idiomatic language. Yes. Aren't we? Exactly. And why don't we start then? So I guess a phrasal verb is definitely a type of idiomatic language, right? Mm -hmm. I would say the students will probably know more phrasal verbs Mm. than they think yes i mean if you're an intermediate and definitely if you're an upper intermediate student you already know quite a lot of phrasal verbs i would say so for example when i'm teaching past simple past continuous Mm -hmm. and past perfect how they all sort of marry together to make nice sentences i always give an example of my morning using just the past simple first of all Okay. Because that's so the what main that actions. Like? Well, let me ask you then. So what's the okay. f- what's the first thing you did this morning? I woke up. There you go, phrasal verb. Oh, very good. <laughs> yes, it is a phrasal mm-hmm. verb, yeah. And what did you do next after you woke up? Um, I got up immediately. Got up. Phrasal verb. Mm. Uh, because my hip was painful and I did some stretches. Mm-hmm. And then I put on the kettle. Another phrasal verb? Yeah, to mm-hmm. make a cup of tea. You could have even, you know, maybe you had about 
five or six minutes just to lie in bed and what and uh, look at what's going on on social media before you got up. Oh, do you know what? I took my cup of tea back to bed, mm-hmm. and then I scrolled through mm-hmm. social media. That would mm-hmm. be a phrasal verb. Yeah. Um, and then I think I probably got up properly. Mm-hmm. I love that we say in English. Got, well, I got up properly <laughs> about half an hour after I woke up. Yeah. And then I brushed my teeth. Mm-hmm. I had a shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you go out have you gone out or have you been out today yeah i have been out Where today did you yeah go? then i um went to the shops mm-hmm. what did you do before you went to the shop um i checked that i had my glasses so i could see when i was driving <laughs> did you go to the um to the shops in your pajamas Oh no, I got dressed. There we go, there's another one. <laughs> I put on my clothes. Put on your clothes. What about and put your shoes? on my shoes. Yes. There you yes. Go. Mm-hmm. And what time did you go out? Oh, oh I know what this is. Mm. I left I left at I guess 9:15 oh, or very you could early. say. Very nice. I set off. You set off at yeah. Mm-hmm. At 9:15. Mm-hmm. And What time did you get back? I got in my car. Mhm. And then I got out of my car and back to the house. I got back at, oh, I don't know, 9.40 oh, Very, very quick then, yeah? Yeah, just mm-hmm. down the road, the shop. Mm-hmm. Right. So as I you see can see, done there. <laughs> we're just talking about our day. Nothing difficult. Yeah. Nothing, no complex, you know, adjectives to describe personality or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But how many phrasal verbs did we use in that short little oh. story? I mean if we wanted to probably honestly about 10 right yeah exactly mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. exactly right so i think nick that's a really good way to illustrate how common phrasal verbs are i guess mm-hmm. and also probably how many students are using phrasal verbs mm-hmm. without realizing yes and i do think that is a lot of where a lot of problems come from with vocabulary. And I've said it a million times on this podcast, but I'll say it again. I think sometimes students don't actually realize what high level or mm-hmm. what band seven Lexis actually looks like. Yeah. Right. So do you want me to do, should we do a little technical thing? Let's do some techniques. About mm-hmm. what is a phrasal verb? So what is a phrasal verb in general, Nick? You know, we've just sort of said, mm. get up, put on, set off Mm -hmm. what makes those things phrasal verbs because it's a regular verb and a preposition yes Mm -hmm. and they are so we're taking a verb Mm -hmm. like get which Mm -hmm. has its own meaning but when we put that verb together with a preposition or a particle Mm -hmm. it creates a verb which has got a whole new meaning doesn't it Mm -hmm. so get is very different to get up Mm -hmm. and take is very different to take off Mm -hmm. And often we can have the same verb, like take, mm-hmm. and we can have lots and lots of different mm-hmm. um, prepositions. Take on, take out. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, take away. To make, to make totally different verbs. Mm-hmm. And that's why you've got to be a little bit careful when you're using prepositions that you know exactly which, mm-hmm. when you're using phrasal verbs, sorry, that you know exactly which preposition you are using. Yeah. There's also the funny thing about phrasal verbs. Well, I suppose it's the same actually with many English words because lots of English words have got more than one meaning. Mm-hmm. But you often have phrasal verbs that have got multiple meanings. So the one I, the one that I use when I'm teaching phrasal verbs is the verb make up. Mm-hmm. So if I said make up, what, how many meanings could you think about of that, for that phrasal verb, Nick? Well, make up, the first one that came into my head was um, 
to sort of um how to I, I wanted to say in Russian then for some reason but <laughs> but to like when you when you've had a fight with somebody yes and you want to put everything behind you and yes. make up make peace let's you say. make peace you mm-hmm. make up if you have an argument with your friend and you reconcile i guess the formal mm, verb nice. would be mm-hmm. you can make up with your friend afterwards mm-hmm. yes yeah, so that would be make up with maybe mm-hmm. so it's got two participles there that's mm-hmm. one um if i said nick quickly give me a story invent it you could say make it up yes i mm-hmm. made up a story mm-hmm. about an elephant and a buttercup flower or something, right? So you've mm-hmm. invented it. Uh, so completely different meaning, same yep. phrasal verb, mm-hmm. right? You can also talk about, you know, when most people hear makeup, they think about what women put on, which is mm-hmm. the stuff, although that's not a phrasal verb, that's a noun. It's a noun. So mm-hmm. there are phrasal verbs. L- lots of phrasal verbs have got multiple meanings, mm-hmm. right? And there are loads of ways you can learn phrasal verbs. Some people like to learn phrasal verbs by the verb. So they might take a verb like make, mm-hmm. and then they might learn make up. Make do, make out. <laughs> make out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can mean kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, a verb like take has got hundreds, hasn't it, yeah. right? Take off, take on, take up. That's a good way of doing it. You can learn phrasal verbs by um, category. Mm-hmm. There are lots of different ways that we can do it. What I would say is... They are much easier, I think, phrasal verbs to understand the meaning and the context of than idioms Mm -hmm. because they are actually just a verb. There's often actually a sort of more formal version of the verb. Like you said, we reconcile. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. So take off your shoes means remove your shoes, Mm -hmm. right? Some people might say, can we use, Nick, this informal language in our speaking exam? I would say in part one and part two, you should be using this language. Yeah, I completely agree. A hundred percent. I'd also say that many, many phrasal verbs can also be used in in writing. Yeah. Right? You know, mm-hmm. task one, If instead of saying increase, of course you can say prices went up. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like this is just, I think there's a real negativity around phrasal verbs. Obviously, we're not looking for slang but phrasal <laughs> verbs aren't slang these no, are really verbs which have been used and accepted by everybody so mm-hmm. i think they're great so they're much easier to learn but just like any sort of language it's important that you know how to use them correctly i think with phrasal verbs they are generally relatively easy the only thing you need to know really is when you can separate a phrasal verb mm-hmm. so that means when you can use a word between the verb and the preposition, and when you cannot separate Mm -hmm. a phrasal verb. So very basically, some verbs can't be separated with an object because those phrasal verbs are never used with an object, Mm -hmm. right? So if I said to you, hurry up, you can't add hurry up it, for Mm -hmm. example, Mm because there's no object, Mm -hmm. right, to that. So I don't know, like hurry up or watch out, to mean mm-hmm. be careful. Mm-hmm. There's no object. Look on out. That. Or same. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Lots of verbs. Um, lots of phrasal verbs can be used with an object. Um, if you've got a phrasal verb which has got two prepositions or mm-hmm. two, you know, a preposition and a particle. What was the one that I just said then? Ah, make up with. Mm-hmm. We just gave there. So you've got make. That's your verb. Mm-hmm. And then up with if you've got two prepositions there Mm -hmm. you couldn't 
add an object between those mm-hmm. words. So you couldn't say, for example, oh, I um, I made up Jane with. <laughs> yeah, of course. That doesn't make sense. You have to say, <laughs> I made up with Jane. Mm-hmm. So if your phrasal verb has got no object or mm-hmm. if it's got two prepositions, you can't separate those with another word. Mm-hmm. Um, however, sometimes we have got a phrasal verb which has got one preposition mm-hmm. and it does have an object, yeah. but they still can't be separated. So you have to learn when phrasal verbs can be pulled apart and mm-hmm. separated and when they can't. So for example, the phrasal verb Nick pick up. Mm-hmm. So let's imagine on the floor is, I don't know, some rubbish. Mm-hmm. I I can say pick up the rubbish, mm-hmm. but can I separate them and say pick the rubbish up? Yes, you can. You can. So pick up can be separated. If I um spoke about look after, mm-hmm. so if I said Nick, I'm going on holiday, please look after my plants. Mm-hmm. Could I say please look my plants after? No, no. I think for most language learners, this is not something you really need to learn. Mm-hmm. It just sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. When you separate these things, mm-hmm. right? So I think it sounds very strange. But let's just do a little practice, okay? Mm-hmm. So I will read two sentences. Mm-hmm. One where the preposition and the phrasal verb are together, mm-hmm. and then the object appears. Right. And one where we've separated the verb and the object, and mm-hmm. you tell me if they are both correct, so mm-hmm. it can be separated, mm-hmm. or if one is just crazy town and it can't be Christ. separated. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have been looking forward to the party for weeks, mm-hmm. or we have been looking the party forward to for weeks. Well, the first one, of course, only looking forward to the party. We can't say looking the party forward to. Exactly, because forward to is two prepositions, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Also, if you'll g- notice what I said there, I've been looking forward to, oh, I didn't say it there, but if you wanted to follow look forward to with a verb, mm-hmm. it will need to be a gerund. Yeah. I've been looking forward to seeing you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful of that. That's a mistake students make. Okay. Everybody tells me that I take after my mother. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, Nick, if I take after my mother? It's like you've got a similar personality. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's when they're together. Can mm-hmm. we separate take after? Everybody tells me that I take my mother after. After what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doesn't make you sense. Make, it doesn't make sense. It mm-hmm. sounds funny to an English person. Take so my take mother after. after I've had dinner. Take my mother <laughs> Where are you taking her, mm-hmm. right? No, take after, must stay together. Mm-hmm. Okay, you really need to switch off the light mm-hmm. or you really need to switch the light off. Both can work here. Both can work there, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try this one. It's getting late, mm-hmm. so we'd better set off home. Mm-hmm. Now, we used set off a minute ago, but what does set off mean, Nick? Start a journey. It is start a journey, isn't it? So mm-hmm. like when you leave somebody's house mm-hmm. and you start going home, you are setting off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about, can we separate that? It's getting late, so we'd better set home off. No, it doesn't make sense. No, just sounds wrong. It sounds it? wrong, yeah. <laughs> you just have to learn it. Inseparable, definitely. Okay, good. Um, what about this one? I had to cross out the mistake. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are you doing when you cross out? It's like uh, striking a line through something. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I had to cross the mistake out before my teacher saw it. Yeah, both of those work. Both are fine, Mm -hmm. aren't they? Okay, the plane took off. Mm -hmm. What does it mean when a plane takes off? Um, Left the runway. Yes. Went into the air. Went in the air. Took the plane off at 5 p.m. No. (laughs) No, (laughs) because the plane took off. The object is the plane, which is the subject. There's no object to Mm -hmm. that, is there? And then, can you please take off your jacket? Mm-hmm. Remove. Can you please take your jacket off? Both work here. Okay, both do work here. Very good. So, the only other thing I would say is once you know mm-hmm. that something it can be separated or not, just be a little bit careful because when we often use phrasal verbs, we separate them with pronouns. Mm-hmm. So, usually in it or a you, or something like he, that. she, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she if, for so. example, you're using it, mm-hmm. so can you please take off your jacket? Mm-hmm. You could say, can you please take it off? Mm-hmm. If you're going to use it, can mm-hmm. I can I still use jacket after the phrasal mm-hmm. verb then? Can I say, can you please take off it? No, it doesn't make sense. No. So when you're using that pronoun... Mm-hmm. If if you're using jacket, it can go after, it can go in the middle, mm-hmm. both are good. But if you're going to replace the jacket with a pronoun, mm. make sure you put that pronoun in the middle. Yeah. So let's just um, let's just do a little bit of a practice of this. I mm-hmm. don't know if you're going to be able to do it because usually I give students a box right. with the possible answers, mm. but I still think we can do it. So okay. I'm going to say a sentence. Right. You're going to imagine what the next sentence should be. Okay. Right. But you're going to put, if there's a pronoun, you're going to put it in the middle. So you're going to use it or something like that. So Mm -hmm. if I said, Mm -hmm. hey, you shouldn't drop rubbish like that. Pick it up. Pick it up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or if I said, if as a teacher, come on class, this information is important. Write it down. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. If you entered my house with dirty shoes, Nick, I might say, Nick, your shoes are dirty. Take them off. Take them off. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, or, I don't know, I come to your house and mm. there's rubbish everywhere. And I said, Nick, you don't need these magazines anymore. Throw them away. Yeah. Or, mate, this music is amazing. It's too quiet. Turn it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you've got those it's or the usually the them, mm-hmm. make sure it goes the middle. That is a mistake. You can't say, you know, um, turn, turn up it. Up it. Mm-hmm. No, turn mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Good. But in general, they are really the only rules you need to know mm-hmm. with phrasal verbs. Once you know what the verb means, you can just start using it. Exactly. And unlike almost. idioms, it will never sound unnatural in an IELTS speaking test. No, exactly. So if we think about why, you know, I would say if you want to spend time working on your vocabulary, Mm -hmm. rather than slaving on learning all of the different idioms (laughs) and what context they can be used Mm -hmm. and hoping and praying that one of those contexts will appear in the IELTS exam, Mm -hmm. I think it's better to learn phrasal Phrasal verbs. verbs, Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, that is why I think Nick and I would say phrasal verbs are much more powerful than idioms Mm -hmm. because, well, if you think about it, most IELTS topics, you might be able to find one idiom that fits. Mm -hmm. But 
I reckon for most topics, you're going to be able to find in loads of phrasal verbs, aren't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see how that works because I've got here three different topics, right? Um, and I've got four phrases in each topic. Mm-hmm. Common expressions that are phrasal verbs that would fit really well for this for this particular topic. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read the four uh, phrases, and I want mm-hmm. you to guess what the topic is. Basically, so are these sort of are these like speaking part one topics? Speaking part one topics, yeah. Okay, brilliant. Do it. So really easy, good to use language in part one. So the first topic, if I said any of these things, what is the topic that you think me and the examiner are discussing? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, Talk down to someone. Mm-hmm. Cheer someone up. Mm. He can go on a bit sometimes. <laughs> and I can't get a word in. I think that's something about talking. Yeah, it's conversations. Conversations. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what was the first one again? Talk down to someone. God, that's a high level. It's a high level one. That's true. Start start hard. (laughs) Yeah. So if you talk down to someone, how Mm -hmm. would I explain that? That's when you, the more formal word I would use for that would be you're sort of patronizing someone, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. When you're sort of talking to someone as if they are less intelligent Mm -hmm. than they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like someone's making you feel a bit like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Do you know that? I mean, what I'm thinking of, I don't know if it's quite a common expression now. Mm. It tends to be that men talk down to women, right? Mm -hmm. And there's that word, that phrase, mansplaining. Mansplaining. Do you know that one? Yeah. Where a man explains to a woman something that she already knows. Mm-hmm. And it's usually on Twitter, you've got a man, like a woman tweets something and then a man says, oh, you should read this book. And then it's actually the person who tweeted it was the woman who, who wrote, wrote the, the book. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So talk down to someone is to sort of talk to them like they're... A child. A child, right? Mm-hmm. Cheer someone up. Mm-hmm. Make them feel happy. Yeah. Cool. He can go on a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, just talk and talk and talk and talk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of boring to listen to. Yes, exactly. So he goes on a bit, uses more words, a bit like me, more words than you need, can get a bit boring, yeah. Mm-hmm. And therefore can't get a word in. You can't, like someone's talking so much, it's impossible for you mm-hmm. to, to say something. To, to say something. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know if that's always because... Well, see, this is the thing. He can go on a bit. It, I mean, they could give you plenty of opportunity to speak, but they're just sort mm. of drawing on, boring it's about boring, something. It's boring, isn't it? Whereas if you can't get a word in, it might be interesting to listen to them. Yeah. But they just don't give you the chance to speak. So even though they're quite similar, there is a bit of a difference between these yeah, two. Yeah, they can't get a word in. could be like a group of friends, couldn't it? And everyone's mm-hmm. chatting because they've mm-hmm. been on holiday and catching up, mm-hmm. another phrasal verb. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't get a word in. Okay, mm-hmm. brilliant. All fantastic. Okay, let's do the next one. All right, the next one is uh, to blow out some candles, to meet mm-hmm. up with friends, to go out for the day mm-hmm. and to get a present. Which is not a phrasal verb, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. I think based on the first one and the last one, it's something to do with like, um, well, in England, blow out candles for me is all about birthdays. It's birthdays. Maybe it's mm-hmm. another. It is birthdays. Yeah. Okay. So, Nick, why don't you go through them? Blow out candles. This one's funny because <laughs> I all, like when I'm doing this in the class, I usually have the phrasal, like the preposition removed and I have to guess what it is. Yeah. And I've had... <laughs> So many people say blow up candles. 
bodies. Which means explode. Which means explode. We're not doing that. We're blowing them out. Yes. So, yeah, it's what we do, isn't it? We light the candles, make a wish, and... Yeah. Blow blow them out. out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meet up with friends. And that's what we we do sometimes. Or with family. But what's the difference, do you think, between meet and meet up? Is there a difference really between them? I think I think meet up with friends is like a phrase which you don't need to explain anymore. It means not just that you met your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you just said I met my friend, that normally sounds like the start of yeah, a description. it does. Mm-hmm. And then we did something. But mm-hmm. if you say I met up with friends, you understand you probably went to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you had a drink, you spent time with them. Hang out. It's got the feeling like hang out really, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, you don't need to explain anymore. But if you said, I met my friend, you'd mm-hmm. think, okay, well, what happened next? Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. true, actually. I never thought of it like that. Mm. To go out for the day. Go out is a very basic phrasal verb. Yeah. But again, I mean, that sounds basic. But if you go out for the day, it's not just that you leave your house, is it? You probably... Go somewhere nice. Went somewhere nice and mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And then why have you put get a present here? I think I can guess. Go on, go guess. What do you think? <laughs> is it, well, it's because almost always students never say um, get a present. It's mm-hmm. the verbs not. They often use, what do they use? Presented. Gifted. That's it. Yeah. My mother presented me a present. You don't present presents in English. No. You just give them, don't you? So give or um, get. Yeah. Yeah. My mum gave me um, 100 euros. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For example, that didn't happen to me, unfortunately. But, <laughs> but yeah, I've heard so many times in my in my groups. It must it must be an Eastern European thing. Yeah, but I think it is. I've heard. I w- my mum presented me with, which you know, presented yeah. with phrasal verb, but it's not really no, in this like you context. You present medals, don't yeah. you? Like it's like in a very formal context. Mm-hmm. Or gifted me a yeah. new bike. No. We don't use gift in that context as a verb in English. No. So we get a present or we got given, someone gives us a present. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good. So yeah, birthdays, loads of ones there. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sure listeners are thinking, well, they're not difficult, but actually <laughs> that is stuff which scores highly. It is. Right? It's yeah. not the length of the word or sometimes informal short phrases like mm-hmm. phrasal words score really well. All right, let's do the last one. Um, so the next one, try on something new. Mm-hmm. Pick up an order, check yeah. out a new line of products, <laughs> mm-hmm. and look for something new. It's got to be like pick up an order. So it's not online shopping. Is it just shopping? Shopping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And some classic ones here. So try on something mm-hmm. when you go to that little room in a shop mm-hmm. and feel depressed because you, you don't look like you imagine you would <laughs> in the new clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before you buy something, you try it on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can pick up an order. So that's, I guess, is order online. Like, yeah, and then collect. Collect. Rather than collect, mm-hmm. you pick up. Mm-hmm. Check out a new line of products. I like that. Mm-hmm. If you check it out, mm-hmm. what are you doing? I suppose it's not just, you're not just looking at it, are you? You're kind of seeing if it's good or mm-hmm. seeing if you want to buy it or... Yeah. It's a bit, a bit more window. rich in well, it's, meaning. It's kind of window shopping, but it is also, yeah, deciding whether you're going to buy it or not, I guess, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look for classic. Classic. Simple, mm-hmm. but actually really good. I went, you know, I was looking for a new pair of trainers or I was looking for a 15th pair of glasses in a different <laughs> color. <laughs> right. So great examples, Nick, I think, of just how 
for most topics without mm-hmm. even trying effortlessly, mm-hmm. there are loads of phrasal verbs available to us. Mm-hmm. So I thought what we could do to finish today's episode is provide the students with some phrasal verbs in action. I think it's really important to say that we haven't prepared this, right? (laughs) In terms of the fact that we are just going to take it in turns. We've just taken one reported part one topic. So Mm -hmm. a topic which we think is currently being used in the exam. Mm -hmm. We've got four questions, which we think are probably similar to the questions which are being used. And we're going to take it in turns to be the examiner and the student. Mm -hmm. And we're going to answer these questions without really trying to use phrasal verbs, I think. Let's just see if they happen naturally. Just see when they come up like that. (laughs) Naturally, that means to appear. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, shall we... um, Let's say when we are the examiner, mm-hmm. we will make notes of any phrasal verbs okay. that come yeah. up. And then as the listener, you can also make note of any phrasal verbs and then we'll go through the meaning of them quickly at the end. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Okay. So, Nick, do you want to be the examiner first or the examiner second? I'll be the examiner first. Okay. So... I am ready. You are, yes, you, you can make a note of my phrasal verbs. All right. Because I'm not, I, I'm going to try not to focus on them. I'm just going to try to actually answer the questions as I would for part one. So okay. I'm going to be as short or as long as I need to be to mm-hmm. answer the questions. All right, let's talk about fixing things then. Um, mm. Have you ever tried to fix things when they are broken? Wow. I'm sure that I probably have in the past. Um, I'm just struggling to think off the top of my head, what exactly they were. Um, I think growing up, I used to play a lot of sports. So I used to try and fix different bits of sports equipment that I had. So mm-hmm. I remember I used to like re-grip my tennis rackets and my hockey sticks. Um, if I've had something that's broken and could be glued back together again, mm-hmm. I might do that. But in terms of sort of mechanics, like I can't really repair a car. Or I don't know much about that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Did anybody teach you? how to fix things when you were a child my dad's an engineer so i'm sure he must have sat me down at some point and tried to teach me some things i remember once he showed me how to um change the fuse in a plug mm-hmm. if that's fixing and he also showed me how to change a tire mm-hmm. um but apart from my dad i can't really remember anybody else yeah maybe just my dad do you think it's necessary for people to learn to fix things? Hmm. That's a really good question because on the one hand, I think it definitely is necessary. I think a lot of things, if you if you just spent sort of five or 10 minutes trying to understand what the problem is, you know, whether it's with, particularly with computers and mm-hmm. things like that, um, I think they can. But also, I think today, so much of the things that we have can be thrown away mm-hmm. that, You know, when I was a kid, we used to repair shoes and Mm -hmm. things like that. But, you know, people don't bother with that now. So I guess, sadly, the need to repair things is probably, you know, getting less and less every year. And what do you do when something breaks and it can't be repaired? Mm. Um, Well, if if it definitely can't be repaired, I guess I'd have to throw it away. So Mm -hmm. I'd probably drive it down to, um, there's a place near me 
I mean, if it was a big item like a household appliance, mm. I'd probably take it to the recycling center. Mm-hmm. Um, if I thought that maybe it had some parts mm-hmm. that could be reused, like if it was a car, I might see if I could, you know, give it to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess most of the time I just throw it away. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I used that many phrasal verbs. You there, did used. I? Um, I've got six written down here. Did I? But okay, three. Well, one got? of them you used three times. Is that throw <laughs> away? Throw away, of course. Yeah. So glued back together. Ah, glued back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said in the second question, my dad sat me down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the difference between I sat down and my dad sat me Your down? Your dad made you sit down with him. <laughs> yeah. Normally mm-hmm. when someone's going to give you some advice or mm-hmm. make you think about doing or something good. if you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, and you're going to well, get shouted at. a lot. <laughs> I often got sat down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, throw away. So use that three times. Thrown away. Throw it away. Threw it away. Throw it away. And then when you were talking about... Um, I think it was the last question. You said you would drive it down. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, um, yeah. It's, would it's that be a phrase of verb, I guess? Well, I guess, yeah, because I suppose it's not. To well, drive, drive down. down. Let's drive down to the shops. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, it's, that it's is more of a preposition, actually, isn't it, really? Than yeah. A, I think yeah, it I is more of right. a preposition because you're still driving. But still, I mean, I guess, I guess the thing when anything is broken mm-hmm. would be throw away um the only other thing i get rid of get rid of would be good Mm -hmm. maybe put something back together someone Mm -hmm. might be able to say so i i I think i said i glued it back together together. Mm -hmm. but maybe put it back together Mm -hmm. um but yeah get rid of would be a good one for that one one. okay good so again we're not trying we're not forcing these are just particularly throw away Mm -hmm. things which come up all right nick so it's your turn now are you ready my topic Okay, so your topic is going to be friends, Mm -hmm. okay? So, do you often go out with friends? Not really, to be honest. Um, Why not? Just because it's quite difficult to arrange everything. Um, To, you know, to arrange a place to meet up. Um, Because we don't live in the same parts of the city, so everyone has to go to the centre and it's not always easy other people have kids so they need somewhere to drop them off to leave them with grandparents or something like that so it's just it's just difficult to arrange it Mm -hmm. um so it happens very rare very very rarely i would say two or three times a year to be honest wow so where do you usually meet your friends when you do meet them well if we meet them on a public holiday which is a bit different then we'll go to their summer house usually um and have a barbecue cook some meat um have some something to drink mm-hmm. get a little bit rowdy <laughs> the kids get a little bit naughty um and if it's a weekend and you know a regular working week then we usually um meet up in the in the old town in the center mm-hmm. and go out for a meal um, have a few drinks somewhere. Maybe if everyone's in a good mood, we might take a little trip down to karaoke in the end of the evening. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a friend that you've known for a very long time? I here, I've got a couple of friends that I've known for more than ten years. 
um, that I met in, I met both of them in England when I was working at Pizza Express. <laughs> <laughs> and they came over just to earn a bit of money after the economic crisis happened here. So they came over together and stayed for about a year and a half, two years. And I worked with one of them, met the other guy through him. And mm. then, yeah, since, ever since then, since 2010, I think it was, we've been, fr- we've been friends ever since then. So, you know, when I used, to, I used to visit them here a lot, um, and I would sometimes stay with them in their parents' house. It was back then. Then I lived with one of them for a little while mm. uh, when when he got his own place way back in 2014, and then in 2019 when I moved here full time, uh, we started meeting up and seeing each other quite regularly. So, uh, what's more important for you, friends or family? Family actually is more important for me. Like if I had to choose between the two of them, Mm -hmm. then I would probably choose family. Um, I don't spend a lot of time with my family. I don't see them very often because, you know, they live in England. I live here and I haven't been home for almost four years now. But I would like to spend a lot more time with them. And I always have most fun, I would say, when I'm with everyone in like in my family especially from my mum's side if we include people like aunties and uncles and sort of distant Mm. family and stuff like that it's always a good time very good all right well done nick so again i reckon like the practice Mm -hmm. you gave four i reckon Mm. you gave four really good phrasal verbs there loads of other good language Mm -hmm. right good vocabulary but we use well we use meet up Mm -hmm. So meet up with somebody mm-hmm. a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Really good when you're talking about the kids, you would say drop them off yes. with their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And then you would say, and my friends would come over, meaning like come over to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, actually that was it because meet up was twice. But still. Did they sound forced? <laughs> no, they mm-hmm. didn't, right? Did it they, sound like raining sound... cats and dogs? No, <laughs> not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Sounded much, much more natural. So I honestly think phrasal verbs are the way forward for most students, right? Again, if you are learning in a school, if you are learning, you know, general English classes, you will be learning all of this vocabulary mm-hmm including idioms, including phrasal verbs as you go. But I do think phrasal verbs are much easier Mm -hmm. to learn specifically for an exam than idioms. Idioms for me are a lifelong project. Yes. Um, Whereas I think phrasal verbs are quite good. If you want a bit of practice for phrasal verbs, I'll put some basic phrasal verbs Mm -hmm. on the webpage that goes with this. So go to blog.myieltsclassroom.com. That'll be a little starter kit of phrasal (laughs) verbs for you. But I would definitely say it's the way forward, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. So, have we got anything else we want to say about phrasal verbs? I don't think so. No, I think that is it. The lesson is over. That is a phrasal verb, be over. Okay, so (laughs) um, have a lovely week. Nick and I will see you at the same time next time. Take care until then. Bye-bye. My IELTS Classroom podcast is a production of My IELTS Classroom Limited. Nick and I do not represent IELTS and everything you heard in this episode is our own personal opinion. You can find the show notes and transcript for this episode on our blog. 
That's blog.myieltsclassroom.com. And if you're looking for our video courses, speaking lessons and marking service, you can find that at www.myieltsclassroom.com. If you have a question or query or just want to chat, you can email Nick and I at hello at myieltsclassroom.com. Our theme music is by Heartbeat and our artwork is produced by David Brown. Have a great week, study hard and remember... This is my IELTS classroom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.